Welcome to the Leadership Playbook. My name is Emily Hawkins. How I used to introduce myself is, I have 15 years in supply chain, creating and leading teams, streamlining processes, managing millions of dollars. Except that's not what I do anymore. I'm a career and life coach. And I wanna take you on the journey of how to lead yourself, how to take your career to the next level, whatever that may be. I'm gonna give you tangible advice on exactly how to do what you want to do. Lead and love your life. Time. There seems to never, ever, ever be enough. And if you are in a season of your life 30s, 40s, somewhere in there, you are probably balancing a career and a family at the exact same time. And that means you have even less time because you are trying to get promoted, running a team potentially, but then when you get home, you go to your second job. And there's never enough time there either because you have homework, you have practices, rehearsals, whatever it might be. Everyone needs you and there's never any time. The one thing I've also left out is yourself because that's the thing that goes on the back burner the fastest. So when you don't have time, you take away your own time first, but everyone else around you gets to double dip. And that's what I think it is, is double dipping. Because when you show up and you haven't taken care of yourself first, then everyone around you is going to double dip. They're going to make you feel even more exhausted than they would if you had taken just a few minutes for yourself. This seems crazy though, right? Because you're probably like, um, hmm, I'm already not sleeping because there's no time. So I go to bed extremely late, or I wake up super early, and I answer emails and phone calls, and do homework and sign permission slips. I I have no more time, Emily. And I hate you for even putting this out there in the universe. <laughs> uh, I hope you really don't hate me. But I understand where you're coming from, because I've been there. One thing I want to talk about first, is that We drastically underestimate how long something is going to take us. So when you think about, and I'm going to use a very generic example, folding laundry, how long do you think that takes you? Five minutes? Depending on how big the load is, right? If you're like me and you've been traveling, your loads of laundry are massive. If I'm doing two massive loads of laundry, and y'all, I can fit so much in my washer, It might take me two hours to fold laundry. I am not kidding you. But what if it's a small load? Maybe five minutes? I bet you it takes longer than you think. The way I figured this out was I started timing myself when I was doing various activities. When I first started my business, I was doing resume writing, which I still do, but I was basically giving it away for free. I had no idea that in order for me to write a very well-written resume, it took me two hours. And so I was basically giving this away for free. And the reason I say that is because I said my hourly rate is X. I wasn't factoring in the time, the additional two hours of time that I was spending on resumes. So when I was looking at my hourly rate, I wasn't including that. What a disservice to my business, right? 
I was underestimating it. Therefore, I wasn't making the right amount of money for the tasks that I was doing. So think about that for a minute. How are you underestimating yourself and your time? And whatever you think the number is, double it. So let's pretend that it's annual review time and you have a team of people and you know that you are going to have to go into every single, if you use any of these fancy systems out there, you have to go into a system, log in, open up each employee's records and write something about what they've done. That takes forever. It takes forever if you do it well. So Let's pretend that you say, okay, I have five employees. I'm going to give myself 30 minutes an employee. That's not enough time. It's not. Go ahead and double that. People are going to interrupt you. Things are going to happen. It will take you at least, if you have five employees, five hours to do that task. Now, I know you probably really don't want to do it now that I've mentioned that, but I promise you it's time well spent. So I first want to say you're underestimating your time. So now we understand that. But there are three things that you can do that change the time game. These are things that will give you time back and make you realize how much time you're wasting in every single task that you do over the next week. I want you to write it down. And I do mean folding laundry. I do mean homework with your kids. I do mean working out. I do mean performance reviews, one-on-ones, meetings that you go to and you sit in and your soul dies because nothing is happening. Write it down. So make a log for yourself of everything you've, you are doing in this coming week. Once you've kept your time log, I want you to decide, are you going to keep it, change it, delegate it, or remove it? So let me describe to you why you would do one of these four. So the first one is easy. Keep it, right? If you are going to keep something in your life, it means that it is serving your goals, whether it be time with your family, whether it be time with your employees, moving a project forward, it is serving you. When you leave that task, you have moved the ball forward. Let's talk about the other three, because I have a feeling that a good portion of the things you're spending your time on really fall in these categories. How do I know this? Because I do this exercise regularly. And yes, I do it regularly because life changes. My goals change and I have to shift and become somebody new all the time. Think about your own children. Do you have to buy new clothes for them because they keep growing? I know I do. I'm personally keeping Jeff Bezos employed by buying clothes on Amazon. So for my children, I just did this the other day. And everything they had from last year doesn't fit. They're growing. They're changing. There's nothing wrong with that. It's completely normal. That's why you need to do this exercise regularly. But the first one is change it. What would this mean? How would you change something? So when you look at tasks that you have for yourself on a weekly basis, are any of them clunky? At one point, I had an email list of... Mm, I think I had 20 people on an email list. And when I had 20 people on an email list, technically I could send an email to each of those people every single week. I mean, it's just 20 emails, right? That's not a big deal. I wanted to stay incredibly close with my customers and my clients. 
My email list is not 20 people anymore. It's closer to 2,000 people. And because of that, I cannot send 2,000 emails a week. So what I did was I moved to sending out a weekly email that every single person receives based on what I write on my blog and what I'm actually talking about on this podcast, because I want everyone to hear this message. And I don't want to send a personalized message to all 2000 people. When by the way, every single week, somebody unsubscribes from my email list. That's okay. I'm okay with that. It means I'm not for them. I'm okay with that. But I want to serve every single person and love every single person to the best of my ability. And the best way I know how to do that is to put out this podcast so you get to hear my voice and then write some things so that you can read it and go back and reference. So for me, the first thing I did was change up my emails and decided to move to a broader platform so that you all get a quality email rather than just the first 20 people. But thank you, the first 20 people, for trusting me. The next thing I want you to think about is delegating it. (laughs) I said that word on like a delegate. And the reason I did is because we all are terrified of this. So if you are struggling with time management, the last thing you are thinking of doing is delegating something, right? Because in your head, you are saying, this is going to take me more time. Yes, Yes, it will. I am not going to lie to you about that. It will take more time the very first time. And then after that, it is off your plate and somebody else is doing it who, by the way, is probably better at it anyway. And they have more time on their plate dedicated to the task. So the work that they are producing is going to be higher quality. Do not discount delegation. I remember when I was leaving corporate America, every single person the day that I put in my notice was so happy for me, except for one. My HR manager at that point had a very, very concerned look on her face. And she said, you know that most women businesses fail, right? And I thought, I cannot believe This person doesn't believe in me. But then she said something that changed that entire conversation. And it is something I think about every single day. She said the reason most women businesses fail is because women try to do too much. And when they try to do too much, they burn out. They don't create quality work. And the business fails. You need to get help. Do you have an assistant? Do you have somebody helping you? And at that point, I did not because I was small potatoes people. I had nothing. And I'm one of those people I like to touch things before I hand them off so that I at least have an understanding of what they are. How am I going to manage somebody doing the task if I don't know how to do it myself? Those words stuck with me. And I realized to this day that that was the best advice anyone could ever give me, and that she was not saying that maliciously. She was saying that to help me. And honestly, thank you. That was such great advice. Now I am sharing it with every single person I know so that you can take your business to the next level. So what does delegating look like? It's actually empowering everyone around you or hiring out the work. So did you know that most virtual assistants charge $15 an hour? That's the cost of a babysitter, y'all. And by the way, there's nothing wrong with a babysitter either. 
Babysitters and virtual assistants are gifts from God. Think about all the menial things that you need to do and how a virtual assistant can help you with that. Hire a virtual assistant. That's exactly what it's letting you do. It's letting you focus on the things that you do well and bring the joy to those things. And that does include your family. So think about delegating. Delegating is hugely important. If you have a team of people, don't be afraid to delegate. Now, I don't want you to delegate everything. I want you to delegate the noise, the things that someone else truly could do. They do not have to be done by you. Maybe it's some graphic design and you're not in graphic design, but you need graphic design done. Don't beat your head against the wall on things that truly aren't in your wheelhouse. Delegation is what successful people do. And finally, remove it. Now, I didn't start with remove it. It's so easy to say, oh, I'll just remove that. But you know it's not possible in a lot of cases. So that's why you should think about this one very last. Keeping it first, changing it next, delegating it. And then finally, if none of those things are possible, I want you to think about removing it. So removing it. Here are the questions that you should be asking yourself if you're thinking about removing something from your life. How is this task serving you? So how on a daily basis or weekly basis or monthly basis, however often you're doing it, how is it serving you? Is it something you have to do? If it's something you have to do, think about the other categories. But if it's not, if it's something that made sense in your business at one point, but not now, maybe you should remove it because it's no longer serving you. If you removed this item, what could you do instead? So it's really, really important to have a plan. What is the thing that you really enjoy doing that you are missing out on that you don't have time for? So if you removed this one piece of noise, what could you do instead? And by the way, sleeping is a great goal to have. So I'm going to talk about sleeping because that was something that I added back into my life by removing something. When I first started my business, I was terrified of not getting clients. So my calendar was open all the time. Uh, It was open 24-7. That's not true. It was open like 24-5. I never had my weekends open just because of my children. But my weekdays, oh my goodness, I will meet you wherever, whenever. It doesn't matter if you want to meet at 10 o'clock at night. I'm on board with this. I need clients. Please love me. Please do business with me. It was very desperate. I was in a very desperate place when I started out, which is also not good. But now that my client base has grown significantly, my business has grown significantly, I decided to take away night appointments. You know why? Because when I would have a night appointment, I wouldn't go to bed until 11. And I get up at five every day. The reason I get up at five is because I don't feel good unless I get some amount of sweat in. And that requires exercising for at least 35 minutes, but sometimes 45 to an hour. And I get to do it alone at 5 a.m. If I do it after that, my children are getting up for school. I've got clients at 8.30. It gets crazy. So I have to get my workout in at 5 a.m. But if I'm going to bed at 11, I feel like absolute horrificness. I need at least eight hours of sleep. I know this about myself. I do not feel good. I feel foggy. 
my whole body hurts. There's so many things that happen when you sleep that are important. And I can tell you right now that magic eight makes a huge difference for me. And when I was trying to run on six hours of sleep and waking up at five, by the end of the week, I was toast. I It put me into depression. It put me in such a dark place. I had no creativity. I had no energy for my clients the rest of the week. So I would burn myself out early in the week with these night appointments And then the rest of the week, I was a walking zombie, and I would just pray for the weekend. And you know what else happened? I dreaded night appointments because I was already tired. And so I had to say to myself, people pay to spend time with me, to get their goals together, to help them land jobs and promotions. And if I don't show up on my A game, then I'm not worth their investment. And that is when I decided to remove night appointments from my calendar. Did it hurt my business? I'm sure you're curious about this because, by the way, when a night appointment was on my calendar, it was always booked. People love night appointments. People love boundaries. People love to know when you're available. By taking it off, nothing changed. In fact, I will tell you that my business doubled. I have no idea why. I think it was potentially because I was showing up better for my existing clients. And so they were referring more people to me. But I also think that I was a happier person. And that energy was showing through in so many ways. So if you're worried about removing something, do it, do it for a month, you can do anything for a month. And if you find out that you actually need that item, then think about changing it or delegating it. Be kind. Be kind to yourself. Know that you are always a work in progress. It is okay if you don't have all this figured out. But in order for me to really help you, I need to give you a little homework. Earlier in the show, I was telling you about creating a worksheet. Well, let me just create that for you. Save you some time. I already have one, so I will put it in the show notes download it, and tell me, I want to hear back from you if you had any aha moments. So what you're going to do is you're going to print this document out. You're going to spend a week writing down every single thing on it, maybe print out a few. You might need more than one, maybe do seven. So you've got one for each day. And then I want you to check the box after the week is over of keep it, change it, delegate it, or remove it. Let me know if you found any time and you were able to plan your weeks better going forward. I'm really excited to hear back from you on this. Wait, don't go. It's not over. Okay, actually the episode is over, but I wanted to tell you something that I'm doing, something big. I love bringing this amazing podcast, but I want to help you a little bit more intimately. So I am opening a coaching session just for you. Once a month, I will bring you live coaching. You can ask me questions. You can bring ideas. And I'm going to launch a community behind this. Why am I doing this? Because I want you to understand that there is more for you. You are worthy of that promotion. You are worthy of leading teams. You are worthy of that job. And I want to be your guide so that you can be the hero in your own life. If you're ready to sign up, check out the show notes and join the community. We go live May 1st. I can't wait to see you there. 
Did you love what you heard today and you want more? Sign up for my weekly email in the show notes. You can also follow me on Facebook or LinkedIn by simply typing in Emily Hawkins, the number four, the letter U. If you'd like to follow me on Instagram, it's at ehawkins28. I'll see you here next week.